The author was Paul in this letter. And the call for abandonment of such things is common in Paul's writings. Uh huh. Here he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and... David, I'm pregnant. What? Do you want me to spell it out for you here in Bible Hour? Certainly not. Keep it down. When? I think it was last month or last week. I lost track. All I know is that the stick turned blue. I see. And that's all you're going to say? I'm shocked. Why? You know how babies are made. We took precautions. Uh, Well? Have you told your mother yet? Tonight. What will you tell Judy? Judy? Hmm. I don't know. I guess I'll have to break it off. Why? I can't have a son or daughter of mine go without a father. She doesn't love me or need me. No. I won't marry you for that reason. I want to be married to someone who loves me for who I am. Besides, I can raise it alone. Can't you see, Margaret? I've been waiting to tell you I love you, and now is the time. When was the last time you told Judy that? No, I told you this. I don't know why I told you this. I don't need you, David. I told you out of courtesy. Because you should know. Don't do this. Why shouldn't I? Give me a reason. Because I have a surprise for you. Tonight, at Miriam's house. What? Something I should have done long ago. Hello, and welcome to Minutia, Episode 3, written by Jay Town. Here are two messages from our sponsors, Bashwinger Insurance Agency and Miller Printing, Amsterdam, New York. Miller Printing has roots in Amsterdam, dating back to its founding over 30 years ago. Established by Scott Miller in 1981, Miller Printing has grown into a full-service printing shop that caters to the needs and provides a full-service experience to its customers. Evan Miller, Miller Printing owner, says, it's the service that will define our success, and we plan to be here a long time. That's Miller Printing, Amsterdam, New York. Bashwinger Insurance Agency is owned by Lee Fiaco, an Amsterdam-area native and businessman who values one-on-one communication and service for his customers. His insurance company serves the region by offering a wide range of services for auto, home, and business year-round and would welcome your patronage. Bashwinger Insurance Agency is located at 47 Market Street, Amsterdam, New York. In our last episode, Miriam and Mark have a talk. Rachel and Margaret read from Jason's diary, and Detective Fox interviewed both Rachel and Richard, investigating Jason's death. Come on, Mr. Jackson. Shoes. Shoes. I know you miss talking. You must. Give me a sonnet. Rain in Spain, plain. (laughs) Excellent. Next time, Shakespeare. I wonder what could be keeping Mark. Mrs. M? Jackson? I'm here. Yes, Mark. I've gotten him dressed for breakfast. And it's Miriam. Yes, Miriam. Always just trying to be polite. You want him to the table? Yes. Just need vitals. 
Let's get your weight first. Mark moves Jackson into his wheelchair and takes Jackson's vital signs, then wheels him to the dining room. What was Jackson's BP and pulse? 120 over 85. His pulse was 74. Not bad for his age. No, blood pressure was never his main problem, except when he got angry. Oh boy, you know he was arrested once in Jersey City for assault? Here, Jackson, your favorite. Do tell. Don't tell. Uh, I won't tell you all the details, but Jackson and I weren't married more than a few weeks when some would-be Lothario tried to pick me up from a restaurant where I was meeting Jackson. Jackson arrived and punched the jerk in the nose. Blood everywhere. My, my, the things you learn. Doesn't seem like Jackson at all. I know where my bread is buttered. Indeed. Any arrests since, old Jackson? He's been a model citizen. Productive, punctual, a good provider, considering the erratic work he's done. Except for sales. Been doing that 22 years. Mm, the very hallmark of a modern man. He's a good man, Mark. One that many average men might do well to emulate. Yes, ma'am. I never asked you, but where do you call home? Gloversville, currently. Not such a drive. What got you into this line of work? Just the need to help people, less fortunate than I. Good answer. And how long have you been? More. <laughs> well, Jackson, the pan's in the wash now, so I won't be firing that up again. Here, have some fruit. Fruit? Yes, it's good for you. Still holding out on the therapy, Miriam? No, it's on my mind to do, but not now. I think the stress and the grief are too raw for me to share any... I fear my reaction in that setting. Besides, everybody is feeling it, and I need to hold it all in for everybody else, especially Jackson here. He's gotten so demanding lately. Part of the disease is progress, I think. Yes, so I've read. I've done a little research for Jackson since I learned the agency assigned me here. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's only fascinating from the outside. Inside, it's taxing and hopeless and heartbreaking and a burden. But, but anyway, not your concern. When he's done, Mark, plate in the sink as usual, okay? I'll be on the treadmill. You got it. Yes, Chief. I have toxicology in hand and was just about to read it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The state police report is in today also. It looks like today is the crucial day for evidence. Evidence from the scene suggests the body was placed there by at least one other due to minimal treading of grass. Yes, tire tracks of undetermined origin. Again, state police will have a determination on those. I hope to wrap it up by end by tomorrow and have it on your desk by then. Pleasure, sir. Morning turns to afternoon in Amsterdam as the game shows turn to talk shows, turn to news broadcasts, and as the women and Jackson gather to read Jason's writings, family and friends come to call. Hello? Easy, Mother. Oh, I'm all right, Miriam. Yes, Mom. Welcome. Here, let me help you. Okay. 
At my age, a person has to accept whatever there is that comes her way. <laughs> yes, Mom. What, to what do we owe this visit? Come on, Miriam. Do we need an excuse? This is the first time since hearing about Jason's book that we've been able to make it. You are reading it tonight, right? Yes, Aunt Mary. Hi, dear. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Mary. How is it out there? Brisk, but warmer than usual. We got good weather this year. I'm sorry I missed the parties, sweetheart. We did make the service, though. You know my legs. Oh, that's okay, Mom. It was a tough day for everyone. Please, pull up a chair, everybody. Plenty of scones to go around. Who thought of scones? Tea as well. Rachel, help me pour? Yes, ma'am. They go into the kitchen. Now, I know you've only met her once before. Need any help? Why, yes, that plate there, thanks. Mary leaves with the tray. Just be on guard. Why? Oh, yes, ma'am. Miriam and Rachel rejoin the others in the living room. So, everybody welcome, though you're always welcome. Thank you for coming to Jason's service, and thanks for coming today. Why so formal? We're family. Margaret already called us with the details about the book and the scones. Yes, we're here to support you and Jason, so please relax and proceed. You know we love you. Yes. Yes. Thanks. Jason, after all, is the reason we're all here. Wife. <laughs> yes, dear, awake again. He needs to be part of every party. Here I come. You know I didn't approve of your mother marrying outside of her race, marrying Jackson. A fact you never let any of us forget, Aunt Mary. Not very PC, is it? Well, just saying. Perhaps you should keep such things to yourself, dear. Ladies. There now, all my family and Rachel, our newest addition. Jason would have his chest puffed up just seeing us here. Now, no more talk. In general, we read two stories per night, analyzing optional. But tonight's is longer than the others, so maybe just one. Maybe read it and decide, one or two. Yes. Okay, then. Here we go. Margaret? I am flailing away. I am lust-driven and not in a good way. My desires are compromised, and I am conflicted in all I do and see and say, the man said to no one. He removed his hands from the tiny black keyboard and placed them folded in his lap. He stared first at the minute black characters on his screen and then at the crucifix hung neatly on the front door transom. A flood of fear enveloped him as he remembered the encounter with Jane, his ex. Last 4th of July, on what would have been their 12th anniversary. You shouldn't have come. You, you know you're not allowed within 500 feet of me. I know, I just... I am going to call the cops. Don't. I just need a minute. Then I'll go. You have 45 seconds. I need you to call off the dogs, the police, and countermand this order. Countermand? Who, who says that? You know what I mean. Counter this order so I can see my son. You attacked your son, don't you remember? My meds were off. How are your meds today, smart guy? I'm fine now. <laughs> fine, huh? So fine you're violating an order of protection? How fine could you be? I need you. You know, years ago you were viable as a person and a mate, but now you're not and your time is up. He lifted his hands to his temple and ran them through his hair twice and then placed them on the keyboard. He trembled as he typed. 
Is it such a small thing to be loved, to be appreciated for our abilities and respected for our achievements? Isn't that the foundation of humanity? To excel, not just for ourselves, but also for others, and to be taken care of when these fail, not treated as a piece of refuse. I want to say goodbye, but I can't. I want to rebuke you with my silence, but you may never learn that way. I live for a whisper and shudder at hello, but I cannot, will not, go quietly into that good night. With that, he took another drink of Merlot from the nearly empty bottle and resumed. Oh, well, I mean, what was that about? I think it was about fairness and equality. Acceptance. Oh, he was so beaten down by the system, he wanted a fair shake. But he was unable to accept it due to his self-image. You got that out of that? How would you interpret my son's writing then, Mary? Well, I don't know. He was always bright. I'll give him that. I always thought highly of his abilities. He was brilliant. Yes, indeed. What I'm saying is that this story was evocative and good, but maybe wasn't up to his standards. Mary, you're a guest in this house, just like you were a guest in Jason's life which you hardly lived up to, being half drunk and divorcing every mate you've had. Miriam. Furthermore, that statement earlier about marrying outside of my race was a low blow. I thought you'd resolve that with yourself years ago. I never did. Well, that explains it, doesn't it? I was wondering why you would try poisoning my daughter's mind with that opinion at this late stage. I knew. But you are family. Sorry, Jackson, everybody. Jason is a pure soul, full of life and creativity. We honor him every time we read this book of his with understanding and gravitas. Now, now I'm not mad, but I invited you here to be the good sister and aunt. I know you can be, and so, one dissenting opinion isn't going to kill the evening. Fair enough. For anyone who doesn't know, Miriam, my beloved daughter, was a nun in a convent in Jersey City when she met and fell in love with Jackson. Whoa, Mrs. M. Uh, he was a charmer, all right. We met and then met for lunch one day at the cafe where he worked. And we talked of faith at first, hope, then love. God and ours. It happened so fast. And it happened so long, and it lasted so long. Forty years this year. We waited a decade and a half to have children. I think we just liked the practice. <laughs> Sing it, sister. <laughs> Rachel, you don't know the family secrets. No, ma'am. The nun thing threw me. Lots of secrets. For instance, I am the only one of the women here who has never been divorced. Mom, please. And the first and only to have twins. I know my twin Jason would just love to be a part of this. He is, sweetheart. She kisses Margaret's forehead. Now, let's read another. On the outskirts of the city. Are you with me? Yes. What's that? You in a car? the windows open? Yes. Roll them up. Done? Yup. Oh, hold on. Hello? Mark Ingraham? 
Maybe. Who's this? This is Detective Fox from APD. I'm investigating the death of Jason McDonald. You work in the McDonald household as a nurse? A home health aide, yes. How long have you worked there? Since last September. I take care of Jackson. How well did you know Jason? Used to see him occasionally when he came out of his room. You knew he was ill? Not really. He talked as if he were normal. But you knew he was ill? You asked that. And you didn't answer. Just answer the questions. I knew he was ill, yes, from what others said. You're very polite. Have you been through this before? Just trying to be helpful. Yes. Tell me, where were you on Friday the 18th, approximately 5 o'clock? Well, let's see. I went to the store, to the park, to the cemetery. Why the cemetery? I have a brother there. He was killed by a cop. Mm, I see. So you knew Jason well? Well enough. Can you verify your trip to the cemetery? There were no witnesses, if that's what you mean. Yes, that's what I mean. No, sir. I can't verify. I'm single, and I know few people. Did you see Jason on or around that date? I saw him the day before. We talked about God and faith. Are you a man of faith, Mark? No, sir. I believe in chance. Fate. Not much hope in chance or fate. Plenty of hope. Hope spurs all forms of achievement. Hope can be found everywhere, if you're looking for it. I may call you again to follow up. Is that okay? Certainly. Thank you, Detective. At this number? Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Ingraham. Richard? Nope. Still me. Sorry. He hangs up the phone. Damn it. Here I walked, with my head full of none of this. Only of us and what we must face now that you have given me this news. This wonderful news. It's one of the first stories we read. That was nice. Yes, very good. Who was he speaking about? Me. Not as his love interest, but David's. You divorced him? He divorced her. Right, dear? My sins are my own. Look at all of us. We share your pain. I've had two. One my fault. The other wasn't worth the time of day. I cheated on him. Twice. The man is a saint for putting up with me for so long. Weren't you happy? Happy doesn't matter. My drive is out of control. Girls, too much. Do you want to go into the bedroom or kitchen? Yes, eat. <laughs> okay, dear, plenty of scones. I have to go meet Richard. In a hurry? He hates it when I'm late. Oh. Honey, keep him on a short leash, not vice versa. Yes, and keep us informed. We'll help if we can. Okay. They all hug Rachel. Call me later? Okay, thanks. Bye, Mrs. M. Okay, talk to you later, dear. Richard, pick up. Hello, I had to get off. Okay, that was Detective Fox on the other line, questioning me. What did he say? few questions here and there. Some not specific. I don't like it. He'll question everyone. He questioned me and Rachel. I wouldn't worry too much about it. It's precisely that easygoingness that will get us caught. What did Rachel tell him? What she knows, I guess, which is nothing. Mm. 
Maybe I'll talk to her. Leave her out of this. She is not a liability. I have her under my thumb where she belongs. Trust me. Don't force me to trust you. I don't trust. When I got you into this, I knew you were the man for the job. We're under control. This detective, what do you know about him? Uh, he's a level above who I know, but he can't be too bright. It's taken him a week to investigate the family. He has time enough to discover us, and I think he's brighter than he seems with his obscure questions. If he gets any closer, we may have to go with Plan B. I don't like Plan B. It gives me the willies. Believe me, you'll choose losing all you have now for a breath of freedom when the time comes. But let's not speak any more of that until things are over, okay? Fine. In the meantime, loose lips sink ships. You got that right. Go ahead and take lunch now. I'll watch the desk. Okay. Jason takes his lunch to the small kitchen to eat his lunch, but the door is closed. Hello? Oh, hi. Uh, Rachel, right? Jason. Yeah, I know. Uh, please come in. There are two chairs, and I'm almost done anyway. Okay, okay. Thanks. Just a sandwich? What is it, PB&J? Yeah. How'd you guess? Good guess, I guess. How do you like it here? Blows chunks. It's good. Just good? It's exceptional? <laughs> this is not a quiz. Just say like it or hate it and that will suffice. Sorry, just hungry. Uh, love it. Best job. Where else have you worked? Are you from Amsterdam? Tell her she's pretty. Lots of places, from restaurants to media to ditch digging. How did you like that? I don't label my jobs. I try not to label my past job as worthless or less desirable than any other. What about you? Jobs? Cities? I grew up here, then went to Syracuse for a business degree. Waited tables. That had its ups and downs, but didn't suck. This job is a peach. Nobody messes with you. I'm surrounded by some of the greatest minds and talents this world has ever known, and those are just the authors. I feel blessed to be here half the time. You? I already said. I'm sorry, have I overstayed my welcome? No, I, I get preoccupied and don't respond properly. It's a childhood problem. You are? Egregiously self-centered. 24 or so, you? A lady never reveals her age. But she asks others, doesn't she? But you don't mind asking me, though, huh? That's precisely how I am. <laughs> Mercurial. Yes, guessed it. Tell her she's pretty. You're very pretty for a librarian. Thank you. I guess I'll take that as a compliment. I'm sure you get your share of compliments. Tell her she's pretty. No. No? Well, you should. The lines fall on you in good places. King David. Yes. Are you Jewish? Agnostic. Oh. Why? Because I would like to believe in the existence of an all-knowing, all-seeing God but find no empirical evidence of such and find no compelling argument for its existence and help in this world. I see. Isn't your indecision just kicking the can down the road? Ignorant. My indecision is based on sound scientific principles of discovery and is a combination of evidence and subjective observation and a great deal of introspection and reflection. Well, whatever works for you. 
Rachel, can you come to the desk? Somebody's here to see you. Okay. Jason, it's been a pleasure. Let's continue this some other time, okay? Good. Okay. Shut up. Come on, pick up. Juan? Yeah, it's Margaret. I need to tell you something, but I don't want you to freak out. I can't see you anymore. Because I'm getting married. Yes, David. Yes, I love him. Juan, what we had was special, but I need to mature. No, we don't have a future. Never did. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You'll do fine without me. No, don't contact me. We're done. You'll never know. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Minutia. Please tune in again. Players for this episode include Adam Starnes as Jason McDonald, Kent McHurd as Jackson McDonald, Cheryl Charbonneau as Miriam McDonald, Katrina Wilkinson as Margaret McDonald, Lydia Nightingale as Rachel Levine, Roger Kennedy as Richard Cruson, Dave DeFazio as Mark Ingraham, Bill Nevitt as David Van Alstein, Kyle Jenks as Detective Fox, Paula Hafe as Mary Martinez, Kathy Ozick as Anna Bedard, Bill Fitzgerald as Man, Tricia Studo as Jane, Mary Lyford as Aaliyah Worth, Homer Charbonneau as the narrator, understudy Rita Machen. Thanks to our sponsors, Bashwinger Insurance Agency and Miller Printing. Special thanks to the Century Club Amsterdam, New York. Aaron Sickler of Aaron Sickler Music for recording and sound effects and Tom Foster for technical support. Special music provided by Gary Wager.